So I just listened to about six hours of the Skinwalker Ranch episodes, and I heard you guys say such nice things about me afterwards. This is Danny, by the way, that I'm leaving you a message. I've never done this, but I just wanted to let you know how awesome your show is. So uh, Jeremy and Jake and Wes and Kenzar, you guys absolutely, totally, without a doubt, rock. Thanks for such great work. And uh, I plan on keep listening as long as you guys keep putting the cool stuff out that you keep doing. So thanks for everything, and I can't wait for the next episode. Bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a slacker. <clears throat> Harder slacker than Kenzar. I was going to say, and Jake was calling me the slacker. God. Right. No, you're both slackers. Don't worry. <laughs> I wish I was late because I was slacking. You were late because you got pulled over for speeding. And had to show some side boob to get out of the ticket. I know. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, man. They didn't have a female officer to pat me down, even though I requested one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. All right. Well, welcome back to the Infinite Rabbit Hole podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. Today, we're going to dive into part three of our communion coverage. Last time on communion, Whitley goes to a hypnotherapist, goes to sleep, tells him things that happened to himself, including getting punched in the gut with an alien penis over and over and over again, which eventually made his penis half hard. We're going to find out today whether he liked it or not. Welcome back to Infinite Rabbit Hole. Jeremy, always about those penises. <laughs> always about those penises. All right. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Infinite Rabbit Hole, everybody. I am your host, Jeremy. And today we are going to be covering communion. Again. For the third time. Not the last time, but the third time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go around the table, everybody. Jacob, I know Sup, you have dude? a shirt that you are dying to talk about. Yeah, man. Tell us. I'm wearing the world's okayest podcast shirt, as you can see here. Yeah. And thanks to Jeremy's quote, last time we did communion, it is there's another shirt that's on the store, which it'll be a couple weeks. You know, it's been a couple weeks since with you guys hearing this, but um, it is the world famous most okayest podcast in the world. <laughs> so there's another shirt out there. But yeah, you can get this for whatever clothing option we have, uh, you know, coasters, stickers. I put a big one, like a good old like 9 by 9 on my laptop lid. 
So Ooh. a lot of cool stuff you can get there over at our store. Nice. It's very cool. Very, very cool. All right. Moving on to somebody who was late today, but not as late as somebody else. Kid. Hello. Slacker. <laughs> you know what? Traffic sucked, okay? It's my story and I'm sticking to it. It happened. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's everybody else's fault, not mine. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I work over an hour away from home, okay? Come on. That's right. Every Everyone sucks around Kenzer. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And last but not least, the latest of them all, and Happy New Year, Jeffrey Jeff Jefferson. <clears throat> that is not my legal name, but hello. Yes. Hello. 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 So Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. <laughs> Why were you late, man? What's going on? Just got a lot of shit going on, bro. I haven't even yeah. eaten today. That's how much shit I've got going on. Damn. But we yeah. Not gonna lie, we were here. We we're like, yeah, he forgot about us. There's no doubt. No, I didn't forget. I just got a lot going on, so I am. I will slowly try to mentally get into this because at this exact moment, I am not mentally prepared, but I will be momentarily. Little known fact: Jeff actually has to uh, prep himself every time he does this to talk to us. He hates us. In case you guys didn't know that. He does. He despises being on here. He tells us all the time after we get done recording. He says, I wish Shadow Band was this popular. <laughs> yeah, man. I do. Actually, Shadow Band is a much more popular popular show than said Infinite Rabbit Hole. No, it's not, dude. It's, yes, it is. No, it's not. And I haven't even posted it in a while, so my numbers have tanked. But He's so famous. Too uh, famous for us. He's uh he's hanging out with the small guys today. This is his uh community service. <laughs> yeah, he's way too famous for it's us. A tax but here he is. <laughs> I'm here for the tax write off. <clears throat> there it is. Exactly. All right. Uh you guys ready? You guys have yeah, anything man. to put out? Um other than I listened to the latest episode today and again about the mammoths i just think that that's wild the mammoths and the uh the thylacine bringing back the thylacine i think it's pretty cool i gotta look into it more and see why they're doing it i'm just curious and the thylacine they don't need to bring that back that's already back it's just been on my mind all day but yeah i'm ready let's 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 do this here on that note meth uh shit on that note i found a picture on instagram of uh the short-nosed bear Right, the one that was yeah part of the megafauna type thing, but it was so big. Like there's people standing next to it, and this thing is like three times the size of them. It's probably like twenty feet tall or more. And I'm like, the Russians should bring that one back. <laughs> A godless killing machine. <laughs> Keep those people out of the national forest and stuff. No well, more shit. missing four one ones. If we're gonna talk about uh, cool stuff, why don't we talk about the uh, the Chinese balloon over our airspace. You guys hear about that? What? what yeah, there's it? a Chinese there's a spring anthrax weather Psy-op. balloon. <laughs> it's a weather balloon, everybody. Psyop. It's a it's over Montana, or it was over Montana of all places too. It's like, what are you gonna it's see? It's a psyop, dude. Well, I it's guess not a Chinese spy balloon. That's complete baloney. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's really a UFO. There's nothing that they can see with a balloon that they can't already see with satellites. 
if they have satellites, right? So uh, why would they do that? And it's not, not stealth. So, so, I, I, I get your argument, but they're not trying to see anything. They're trying to take like barometric pressure readings. and Okay, and so like you that. can't do that with any <laughs> other method except flying a giant balloon across. You know, this is I don't know. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. Psyop. We can all agree that it's just BS. Anyways, let's jump into part three of communion. If everyone is ready to roll. I am ready to roll. Ready to roll. Everybody else? Let's do this. Alright, so this one's a quick one. So feel free to talk, everybody. Jeff, that that cloud that you just blew made you look like a ghost. <laughs> With your green screen. <laughs> He's a All simulation. Right. <laughs> All right, let's start it off. Pondering the truth. Immediately following the intense second hypnosis session, Whitley returned home. On his walk to his apartment, he found himself thinking deeply about the uncovered hidden memories that were broadcast out from his conscious, and he was terrified. Was he insane? And all of these quote-unquote memories were just figments of his delusional mind, or even worse. Yes. Was it all true? And had it really been happening to him since he was 12? The warm no. feeling of his family sitting at the dinner table and eagerly waiting on his arrival to begin eating their evening meal did great for his short-term memory. The stress and anxiety that plagued the day faded away as the streamers enjoyed the company of each other after the long day, but soon he found himself alone once again. His wife and son had gone off to sleep for the night, and Whitley's mind quickly regressed back into his chaotic day. The overwhelming sense of being alone and vulnerable was too much, and he soon found himself in his office, sitting at his desk, behind a locked door. In order to stabilize his mind, he began to write down lists of all the possibilities of what all of this could possibly really be. Was this all part of the famous lore believed by many throughout history, known as the Fae? People have been discovering swarms of parallels between legends and modern abduction stories since the late 40s. Could modern terms, tools, and influences from all different forms of media cause modern humans to refer to the same events and experiences from up to thousands of years ago and refer to them now as aliens and memories of abductions? Could visitors from somewhere in our outer... in outer space be actual proof that legends of fairies elves brownies gnomes changelings pixies will-o'-the-wisps and banshees are not legend at all but rather real things that humans have been suffering the terror of for millennia could they be us after we die could the Fortean topics of ghosts spirits and aliens really be a description of the exact same thing could we the living be a cocoon of sorts only blossoming into our butterfly selves as beings from within deeper dimensions beyond space and time after our deaths could these quote-unquote beings be trying to communicate with their prior prior species or selves or are we just witnessing them through brief windows connecting dimensions outside of our tip our typical dimensional view as they go along with their normal activities barely paying attention to lower life forms that we are to them as we do with so many others every day are they projections of the mind, created in the physical realm by locked and forgotten powers of the human mind? 
occasionally accessed on accident from time to time with brief glimpses of the potential power access when we use more than our typical 15% brain capabilities that we are so used to. Or could they be humans? Maybe we are them from another time. Ones that travel back in time for critical knowledge, disguised as gray extraterrestrials in order to prevent an extremely dangerous temporal paradox. What do you guys think? At first, I want to say, like, whatever he's smoking, I want some, but I don't want my guts to get mixed up by an alien wiener. Um, yeah. Did you, was this question literally, like, what are our thoughts on, like, grays, fae, so spirits? I kind of like <laughs> twisted this as a talking point. This is something that, that Whitley did go over in his book. He did go over these points. Uh, I kind of, you know, summarized it all uh, in my own way. Um, and added a little bit of flair to it all. But yeah, so he kind of goes over. He doesn't really give a solid answer as to what he thinks. He just goes over things that he thought that could possibly be the answer. But yeah, let's open it up to questions to you guys about what do you guys think alien abductions are? Do you believe that they're little men from outer space? Do you believe that they're interdimensionals, ultra dimensionals, the Fey? Do you think that they're just completely something different? a big question man i think um i think there's a lot of nuance to that i think it's a case-by-case basis to be honest with you i think there's probably a mixed it's a mixed bag of what abductions are right i think you probably have black budget government and corporations uh you know like they're doing stuff abducting people right and now they might be pretending to be aliens or not who knows and for what agenda who knows but that's a thing. And then you probably have some form of interdimensional or whatever, you know, that's happening. Call it the spiritual warfare thing. That could be a part of it. And then you also have the could be something from another world or in our world, like under the ground in the hollow earth or under the oceans or another planet. Who knows? I mean, that's a big question, dude. It's case by case. Hmm. I agree with uh, Jeff for the most part. But instead of something being from another place or, you know, the hollow earth or whatever, um, I mean, when I looked at, you know, the parallels between people that claim to have been abducted and people that go through sleep paralysis episodes, it's nearly the exact same thing. Same, you know, light patterns in their behind their eyelids. They have this feeling of floating. They feel displaced, you know, all sorts of stuff. And it's like... In some cases, that's not a, a parallel, but most cases, people that have sleep uh, or, you know, whatever, sleep paralysis are the same sort of people that experience abductions from aliens. Um, and I would say that if it was a black budget psyop type thing, that the reason why they're pushing, they would say that they're aliens or convince people that it was the aliens is for one, it's impossible to, you know, bring up a class action lawsuit against an alien. Because, <laughs> you know, as far as we know, they've never actually been here, um, at least to any degree where they're like, hey, I'm an alien. What's up? Um, and uh, also, there seems to be a huge, tremendous push in uh, the media and the government and all this sort of stuff to push in this idea of extraterrestrials. Maybe it's because it's easy to blame stuff on them, you know? If uh, 
if a nuke goes down in Manhattan, yeah, if a nuke hits Manhattan, they could say, oh, it was an alien attack, and half the country would be like, oh my gosh, I knew it. I knew they were coming after us, you know? Well, you know, part of that whole thing, too, kind of ties into the Project Bluebeam, obviously, but it could just be to um, get the go-ahead, get the sign-off on putting weapons in space. Even if sure. it's just for defense, you know, it might not even be to do anything. It could just be their excuse to say, oh, we need to put defensive weapons in space because there was an alien attack. Like, it doesn't have to be the big Project Blue Beam. Sure. Ultra control thing. That I mean, obviously, like, that's what I like to fantasize about because it's wild and shit. But it could just be as simple as, yo, we need to put some fucking space lasers up, you know. I'm down for space lasers. As long as they're faced away from the earth. <laughs> that only target our <laughs> own countrymen. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like even hearing that seal, the one that killed bin Laden, I talked to you guys about the, the super secret stealth helicopter and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you know that we have small arms, like small little missiles that can target just the driver of the vehicle? Everyone else will be safe. And these things explode above the car and shoot basically razor blades into that person's body. He's just like... It's incredible. Things that you'd never think were possible. So, I mean, if they're doing stuff like that, and until hearing that, I, I had no idea about it. You know, what's to say they haven't already put weapons into space or, you know, or have the ability to do that? Um, and why? I don't know. Nefarious purposes, probably. Yeah, honestly, they don't, they don't care about alien invasions they care about spying and having defense against other nations yeah pretty much care about um Um, as far as whitley goes in my opinion he's had trauma in his past just like last episode he's had trauma in his past and his brain just has a very creative way of you know opening up and showing you know these memories and stuff um i hope it's that you know, it, it and it yeah. sounds awful for me to say that, but getting, you know, seduced by an alien doesn't sound fun either. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm with Jake on that one. Um, I think this guy's traumatized, but he's also a writer, and he writes about this stuff. So I don't think it's nearly as extreme as we originally thought it could have been, but I think he's traumatized and he's tapping into something there and then it's combining with the rest of his thought processes because that's just how his entire life has been oh we we talk about ghosts and aliens and this that the other thing right so apocalyptic end world times well that's what else could this be right Mm -hmm. jeff yeah Oh, you were leaning in, man. I thought you were, thought you had something to say. No, I'm sorry. I was just flipping oh. through a tab. I was looking at something. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move forward. We're already a third of the way through this. Dang. All right. <laughs> Next one. It is all real. It was then, while Whitley was at his desk, that he came to the conclusion that, yes, these things and his memories are, in fact, real. They were not just figments of a demented or broken mind and a sliver of another belief was simply impossible. He had experienced them all with all five senses at one point or another. His guests, Jacques and Annie, had witnessed the light from outside the cabin. 
and his wife, his son, and Annie all heard the loud bang and all had described the sound of the bang caused by the small lightning bolt inches away from his face in a similar fashion in one way or another. After coming to the conclusion that he was, in fact, not a madman, Whitley began to dive deep into researching every little bit he could about these beings. Here is a brief summarized list of his findings laid out beginning on page 94 of Whitley's book Communion. 1. He believes that accounts of UFOs noticeably ramped up or even truly began in the late 1940s, shortly after World War II. 2. Most documented stories are accounts are from as early as the 60s, and due to the time frames of the accounts and, and the taboos of the subject, many people held on to those experiences until the more free and open 60s, hence the hippie era. Three, many reports include experiences from the victim, victim's childhood and continue sporadically throughout life. And four, it seems that these beings are very precise about how and when they reveal themselves to witnesses. Reasonings being, in the 40s and 50s, the general public began seeing these mysterious craft from afar. Reports hit newsstands and word of, world, word of flying saucers in our skies became a common com conversation point in the public. In the 70s, people began coming forward about abductions and sightings of alien beings. Then in the 80s, people began noticing and understanding that this is a permanent part of their lives. So... What do you guys think? Um, specifically on this, right? So there's a lot of talking points in this particular chapter that don't necessarily have to come from Whitley himself. Uh, more or less, what do you guys feel about the idea that UFOs and alien abductions started around the 1940s? And I did some interesting research with this and come to find out. That I mean, I don't know if it's just because that's when, you know, recorded history on these things started was in that time frame when people became interested in the things. But this is there was a definitely a big boom in the 60s. Right. And there was small specks of it in the 40s and 50s. But there was a lot of a lot of people reporting it in the 60s of events that happened to them in the 40s and 50s including alien abductions and viewing these things. I got to push back on that because this phenomenon has been happening forever since humans have been recording history right, right. now. I think that the, the reason for the uptick since like the forties and the fifties is because the, of the psyop aspect of it. The, the governments want that information to be pushed. That's why they allow and, and leaked information to media organizations all throughout the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, all the way up to now, still currently, right? It's still happening. So it, it seems like they're opening the faucet a little bit more. Now it's not leak. You know, back then it would be them leaking information, right? Now it's like they'll partner with people that are like already well known and famous, like Jeremy Corbell, right? And they'll, it'll be like, or uh, Tom DeLong you know or like they just partner it's like a thing now you know it's like mm -hmm. we're making it a thing i don't know but yeah it's just i have to push back because you know you can go back to ancient texts man the, the vamana the vamana is literally a story it ancient you know i think a hindu story or whatever it is about the 
battle in the sky with these these craft, you know? So isn't there never mind, I'm not gonna say it. Oh yeah, Demi Lovato. Didn't Demi Lovato and Kesha start Both chasing UFOs? Yes. Um so Kesha actually just came out with um she's always talking about her UFO stuff. She's more into the ghosts and the paranormal aspects she just came out with a documentary of her going across america doing that stuff demi lovato is the one who's really into the aliens she partnered with uh she was working with what the hell is that guy's name steve no this starts i want to say it starts with a d dave or something but the guy's really well known dave navarro no (laughs) (laughs) but the guy's really well known within the alien community and she partnered up with him. They went on a whole bunch of little expeditions and whatnot. And now she always is claiming she'll look up at the sky and she'll see a cluster of lights. And she's like, Oh, there's my alien friends. Hmm. She's psycho. If you ask me, but trying to see who that that is. Keep talking guys. Keep talking. I also want to push back against this and bring up the first modern era, uh, UFO story. And, I brought it up like a year ago in the show, maybe even more. It was, but it was this guy named Kenneth Arnold, and it was from June 24th, 1947. He said that he saw, like some describe it as a crescent moon-shaped object. In this circumstance I'm reading, it's he saw a cluster of them. But the phrase flying saucer was reported by the local news. And then months afterwards, hundreds of people said, oh, I saw a flying saucer, when the original report had nothing to do with flying saucers. And also, uh, you can see every major change in people's alien sightings with the way Hollywood works. You know, they bring out some character with big black googly eyes and stuff, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, it was a gray alien with big black googly eyes. Yeah, and then Hollywood changes something else. They bring out like War of the Worlds type stuff. Oh my gosh, it was a, it was a tripod, you know, skate looking thing, right? It's just like all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Also, a lot of those pictures from, you know, where people come out with some like ancient alien type thing. It's oh, it's a thing carved into a rock. Most of those, if you do any sort of digging on them, they go to some random Reddit page and there's no more information on them. As a matter of fact, they'll even say this was found by this you know, archaeological agency over in this country. And those people get approached and they're like, we never found this. There's no evidence of this whatsoever. So all these things are just ended up being, you know, just smoke in the wind when you actually get down to it. So... I'm not even saying that 100% certainty aliens are fake. A stick to what I always say, I find that to be credi- incredibly unlikely. And if there is, they're probably like some weird-shaped cows on another planet. But, you know, there's there's that. We brought up the book last time of all the different types of aliens. You're, you're going to tell me that all these aliens have access to Earth? All of them, right? All of them, yes. Oh, my gosh, right? And so it's just like, I think that people, by and large, I mean, we know this, are deceitful. They like to be famous. They like to, you know, lie and make a bunch of money off of it. 
Um, some people are confused because they have, you know, maybe they're all wrapped up in this sort of stuff and then they have some sleep paralysis and they're like, I was abducted. You know, it's just like, there's too much falsehood in the whole thing for me to ever say, yeah, this is true. Mm. You know, or this, this could be possible. Because like from the very start, it was a lie pushed by the media, the local newspaper, to try to add more pizzazz and flair to the story and call it a flying saucer. And then all these people reported, I saw the flying saucer when it was never a flying saucer to begin with. It was a, a cluster of crescent moon-shaped things. Good stuff. Um, Kid, just, did you find his name? I did not find his name, but turns out she's Demi Lovato's got her own show called Unidentified, and it's all about her UFO experience. Just a quick little read-up on this article I got here. She claims that... I had a pretty profound experience on my 28th birthday. I made alien contact and it was pretty mind blo- a pretty mind-blowing experience. And ever since then, I started to look into more and more and I wanted to do a show about it. So now she's got a show on Peacock and she made contact on her 28th birthday. Yes, and the, uh, the, the person that she does it with is Dr. Stephen Greer. And that is a huge name in UFOlogy. That's one of the names that kept coming up there there was another one what the was the guy's name i'm gonna be honest with you i will never watch that show (laughs) just being honest with you yeah Um, and you know what to be honest with you i think stephen greer is a a shill i think he's a shill man i do Do you really really do i do i could see it i I think it's a show i think it's just theater he's just he was the first puppet that they could put out there and organize this whole thing to kind of get everybody to kind of lay it off, lay off a little bit on pushing for disclosure, you know, cause he's been doing this for a long time and because he he's been doing what he's been doing. I mean, really like how far along are we, are we any further along now because of what he, him and the disclosure project have done to be honest, not no, that I know. Not, not really, but I mean, okay. I could do I could totally see Dr. Steven Greer being, being a show. I, I used to love that shit too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, No, I'm, no dude. I mean, you know, in all respect to the guy, I guess, you know, if I saw him, I'd be like, dude, fan of yours. But, not, you know, when I think about it, I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. You know, I don't I, know. It'd be like meeting an actor. It'd just be like meeting an actor. You don't believe the role that they played was real, but it'd right, be cool like, to oh, meet one. Dude, fucking Captain Jack Sparrow, bro. What's up? No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think meeting, meeting uh, Dr. Greer would be more exciting. I would be more excited to meet him than an actor to be honest with you and i mean obviously you know if he whether he is or isn't a shill um the guy at one point started off legit and that's something i do believe i think that that they just got to him i think i I could definitely see that there jeffrey for sure um all right anything else and uh for those that are uh being like Wow, this is gonna be a short episode. Yes, it is. But we're gonna talk some, some crap later. <laughs> we're gonna talk some crap later about some comments we got. You ready, Jeffrey? Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> He's ready. That's as ready as Jeff gets. He's like, dude, I'm so tired of these fucking people. All right. We got three more. He returns. Soon after the second hypnosis session, Whitley. His wife, Anne, and their son returned to the cabin. 
His wife knew very little about his experiences and thoughts on the matter, and his son knew nothing. Whitley realized that by not telling them, he could be putting them in harm's way, while fully understanding the possibility of risk. Either way, the Strievers showed up at the cabin in remote upstate New York. They ate dinner, and Whitley and Anne put their son to bed. Whitley's first steps into the room where it all began sent him into harsh and vivid remembrances of small beings, his nudeness, and the control that the first being had over his physical actions. He revisited the sounds of their footfall on the floor, the feelings of their little hands all over his body as they guided him to the front porch, and the sight of the foreign beings that he could never have even dreamed of witnessing in the flesh. Memories of his experiences flooded him with such intense detail, but everything came to a screeching halt when his memories reached her. So I'm going to go ahead and move right into the next one, which is titled Her. He always describes her as a female, but he constantly admits that he is very uncertain as to why. He began to focus on aspects of her that made him think of the feminine, Was it the deep and comforting eyes, the smooth and precise way she moved around? Was it her gentle touch when she laid her hand on his chest? Or was it the uncomfortable fact that being in her presence made him noticeably aroused? Her physical traits were so difficult to explain during the hypnosis sessions, but not now. The being that stood before him was more alien than he originally remembered. The only thing that she had in common with humans was that she had two arms, two legs, and a head. Other than that, she reminded him more of an insectoid than a humanoid. Patches of her sh- of her skin were infused with hardened chitin-like exoskeleton. The slight jerks her body made between the smooth motions and her bulging, almost telescoping eyes, which held no pupils or iris at all, just too dark and never-ending inky black pits for eyes. Although so foreign, there was a familiarity to her that he couldn't figure out. She admitted to him that she was old. But how old? She gave off a very ancient, very intelligent, very experienced demeanor. Did this play a role in his comfort level with her? Despite all of that, he couldn't get past the idea that she was incredibly aged. She wasn't old as in human terms. To us, she would be ancient. An age we couldn't fathom to hold a single lifetime. This, he somehow just knew. Hey everybody, bear with us while we take this quick break. Alright guys. Look, I mean, unfortunately some people do are born hermaphrodites. Mm-hmm. And... You can either have male-like features or female-like features and have both sets of sex organs. And then it's either the parents or the individuals as they grow up to decide which one they're going to be, right? They're going to prefer. Mm -hmm. So if these beings are, look, you know, are somehow built the same way as we are, you know, not the exoskeletons and stuff, but having two arms, two legs, and a head, and what's to say they can't experience the same thing too? So it could look female, it could walk and act and talk female, um, and just have a big old hanger just slapping them around with it, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, there has been a lot of debates over what a 
you know, final stage evolution being would be, right? So as we go through time, you know, if you believe in evolution, sure. Um, as you go through time and your species starts to evolve and everything, they, you know, uh, scientists have sat down, people have sat down, I've sat down with people, you know, on the ship or uh, just in many different circles that I've been in throughout my life and had pretty much this exact same conversation. What would a pinnacle, pinnacle evolved being be? Light. Light. That and, and that that's what it ultimately comes to, right? Is that it wouldn't necessarily be a physical body. It would be a way for the mind or the soul or your being to exist outside of a physical body, right? Because mm-hmm. what is the what is the biggest restrictor on you in any way, shape, or form? It's your physical body, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know everything about it. But, you know, there's steps to that, right? And let's say, uh, what would the next step in human evolution look like, right? To get to one of these future time-traveling gray aliens that come back in time and take samples of what they used to be hundreds of thousands of years ago, right? One of the first steps that, uh, that they believe that is going to be something down our lines is that we're going to become either asexual or hermaphroditic or hermaphroditic. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Where we, where we don't need to have the other gender. Um, because that's just extra energy that we don't need. But that wouldn't make sense though, because according to evolution, we started out as single celled organisms that could just split and create copies of ourselves. Why would we lose that and then gain it back in the in the in the future? Because clearly it wasn't needed. Dude, I think I don't it know. would be more <laughs> of a technological evolution than anything. I think what would happen is that in order for any species to traverse, I was going to say space, but not even necessarily space, but just time in general, right? Because mm-hmm. at some point, like the sun will explode or some shit. So <laughs> yeah. in order for you to traverse time, to that extent where you could evolve to that point. Like it's just gotta be technologically based. So now you're going to be using like what we would think of gene editing and there could be like variations of that. Right. The, again, I always think of science as we know it, but the, there's gotta be an alternate path or multiple alternate paths of science that could have been explored or could be explored in, in other parts of the universe. Right. So we're very mechanical nuts and bolts, electricity, all these types of things. There's other, uh, beings out there that could be using frequency vibration stuff from the start, right? And evolving that way. And they might just have a way to edit their genome to not need to procreate with a male and a female, but rather to just, like you said, be asexual or something, just yep. lay fucking eggs and they have hey, something. I'm, I'm getting close to my uh, lifespan. Might as well just pop out 20 more kids real quick. They could be clones too. Yeah. And they could literally be clones of, you know, the, exactly that could be the future you just you have thousands and thousands of clones of yourself and when you're ready to die you just transfer your consciousness into the next clone it would be the ultimate survival you know uh you could clone yourself biologically clone yourself Mm -hmm. and just transfer consciousness we're doing Uh, that now with very self-sufficient 
They're it would be organs now for rich people. They are. I mean, they're building them with 3D printers now too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. So we're already right. We're right there. We're we're starting to open the door to see that kind of thing. So give it, yeah. I don't know, a million years, right? Yep. Ten million years. I mean, they're... next thing you know, we're going to be uploading our consciousness to the metaverse and living the rest, living forever. I can't wait to be dead for all of that. Oh man, there's <laughs> your immortality right there. The no, I don't want it. I'd rather be at home with Jesus. You guys can can live forever and that <laughs> and see the universe me. explode. That sounds terrible to me, dude. So oh, thank you. I was listening to Hush Hush the other day, and I'm I won't give them full credit for this bit because I didn't I didn't notice. I actually had to go look it up, but um, there are a lot of cloning. Uh, experiments going on especially you know black market stuff like deep oh, underground yeah. cloning experiments going on they believe that you know they're going to get to a point where you can literally get a clone of yourself so that if you need a kidney or you need a liver or a heart transplant or whatever they can just cut it out of something that's like <laughs> super grown you know like you know something that takes like three or four years to fully grow and they just you know keep it locked locked in the cage and that sounds like a black mirror episode yeah there's there's shows and movies give them three months give them three months you'll have a new heart it's fine yeah you're right there is a movie about that too gosh what is that i don't know i can't think of the name but i know i've seen at least one or two things about that but again you know it's the same idea just you know extrapolate because you're talking about what's the most advanced evolution of this right so take that out 10 million years i actually watched a show recently on amazon called upload and what they were doing is the person would die they'd upload their consciousness to the metaverse but on the side they're also growing bodies for these people to put their consciousness back into a body and they can literally just recycle through bodies and live forever it's terrifying we should do a whole episode about transferring consciousness one day well that's a thing too right that gets into the spiritual warfare thing right where it's like the way that society is progressing and moving in this like weird uh materialistic you know social acceptance type uh progression that we're going like at some point most people if not already most people would want to live forever right Mm -hmm. but like what jake just said like Jake's like, I can't wait to go. And not necessarily like you want to go, but like if you go, you go. Like you don't want to live forever because you got somewhere else to be. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that way too. So it's like, I don't want to live forever. But at some point, everybody's going to be like, we got to live forever so that we can, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's been, I mean, look at the makeup industry. That has been the thing is to look like you never age for forever, right? Since the, I don't know, the 30s, (laughs) you know, past, past the, the great depression when people couldn't afford anything and then you know the big hype was oh look pretty for forever you know oh botox to fix your wrinkles so you look young the next step obviously is we have a way your body will die but your your consciousness or your soul or whatever we want to call that will live on for infinity and you'll be in let's say the metaverse where you will have Whatever you want, you you could have a house on the beachfront, you know, all that stuff. You could have no one else around you, everything like that, and people will just line up for it. You know, for sure. Yeah. I um, I don't want to get actually. 
I heard a theory recently talking about the biblical mark of the beast and stuff and the Antichrist, where they said that this individual said that they believed that the mark of the beast will be some RNA or DNA altering type stuff where it will keep you from dying. And that's why in Revelation there's, you know, these stinging swarms of insects that leave giant boils on people and they're running around screaming, wishing for death, but they never die or the scorching heat from the sun and they don't die from it. It's because everyone that takes the mark is going to be injected with this DNA altering stuff that won't allow them to die. And it'll be going against the natural order of things and the way it's supposed to go. And I was just like, huh, if I had heard that, 15 years ago, I've been like, wow, that's insane. But right now, I'm like, mm, you're probably onto something. Have we ever talked about the VMAT 2? I don't know. The God gene? Uh-uh. We discussed it for a, a, a little bit. I, rem- well, I remember we, we, brief, we br- briefly touched it. It's kind of like what Jake's talking about, but apparently, and I don't know how, how true this is or not, but um, you know, apparently there's a gene connected to fundamental, fundamentalism, right? Your fundamental beliefs. And that that could be targeted so that then you couldn't hold a fundamental belief about anything, right? Whether that be your religious beliefs, your connections to God, or, I mean, Hmm. shit, I don't want to get into it too deep here, but, you know, look at society. Does anybody believe anything about, like, fundamental shit anymore? Or is everybody just... I I wonder if that's what what (laughs) CJ was asking me about, because I... I took the vaccine. I had a couple stipulations and they passed and I was just like, I waited six months and I took the vaccine. Lo and behold, it didn't do anything, but <laughs> we can p- take that out if you want. But um, I like CJ approached me or like he messaged me and he said, I have a question for you since you're a Christian and you took the vaccine. I was like, yeah, what's up? And I expected it to be something like uh, some moral objection or whatever. But he said, right. do you feel any less connected to God than you were before you took the vaccine? And I said, no. And he's like, do you feel like, you know, you're, you know, you've compromised that relationship at all or that it's just not as valuable to you? I was like, no, of course not. And he was just like, okay, just curious. He probably stumbled across and he's probably listening, so he could tell me if I'm wrong, but he might've stumbled across some of the shit that I stumbled across where there are stories and videos and shit on the internet and they're probably gone now but there was i remember one specifically there was a woman who was bawling and she was crying she was like you know i took the thing and then like i i don't feel that connection to god and this was like weeks later she's like i don't feel the connection anymore and like i can't get into praying and all this stuff and it was like wow now like she could be making it up i don't know i mean that's just self-guilt could be, you know, you be, listen to all the people you know, telling you that. You're, and listen, there's a lot of people know, out yeah. there that that are mentally ill in a lot of ways that you know. So you take everything with a grain of salt. But I'm just saying that that idea has been floating around, and it kind of ties into what you're talking about with gene editing and fucking up the natural order of shit. And you know, next yeah. thing you know, we're in the apocalypse. It's hard to say, you know, but we certainly do. You know, all these interesting conversations we have. It makes the stuff that seems more sci-fi seem way more likely than anything else. And it's it's truly interesting to be alive right now in this time period um, because certainly there's incredible advances in science and technology that are going on that aren't sure. that don't seem to have some sort of nefarious background behind them or whatever it is. But then we're, there's all this crazy weird stuff that back in the 80s, it would have just been some crazy wild sci-fi idea. 
like oh my gosh like the old star trek uh you know shows where they had this you know this device where they could see each other and they could talk to each other in a handheld device and everyone's like oh my gosh that's insane next thing you know we have smartphones where we can you know facetime with each other it's freaking wild <laughs> you know wick too yeah it's and what's even weirder people think people think it's mind-blowing how quick technology has advanced and they're not even taking into account planned obsolescence which means that the technology is actually advancing way faster than us as the consumer realize we're just being drip fed so that we can be milked for the money, right? You guys mm -hmm. know about planned obsolescence, right? It's they make the stuff not as good as they can, so that you have to keep buying the better one. Mm, right? Yeah, there's a light bulb. That's why your phones like, only last two years? The light right. bulbs, light bulbs were specifically, yeah, Jeff's yeah, on to something exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, light yeah. bulbs used to last forever, and then they realized, well, then we're not going to make money off of this, so we have to have uh, burnout time, you know? So they mm -hmm. they specifically designed light bulbs to burn out after a specific amount of hours. Now we're here in 2023, and you go to the store, and they're like, this light bulb's even better, because it'll last 20,000 hours, and you're like, oh shit, I'll get that one, All right? But they had the ability to do that in like the early 1900s. It's like <laughs> planned obsolescence. So yes, the technology is ramping up super quick but it's actually in the background going up even faster than that we just don't even realize it i think there's a fire station in like uh in new york where they have a vintage light bulb that's yep. been on continuously for like for 130 100 years. years yeah yeah and they're just like it doesn't turn off it's a big old gnarly light bulb but it stays illuminated like indefinitely it's because like we it just was, keep it on these days it's it it manufactured you know? before yeah obsolescence sure so I just sent something to the chat, a link for you guys. Uh, it's, it's something to do with uh, COVID and the yeah, shortage. Yeah, I've seen that. It's, uh, it's something, I, I don't know if you guys want to talk about this. This is definitely a good shadow ban topic. Um, but well, we're know. definitely going to get a strike on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've seen some stuff about this. I was... Um... Who's I watching? I was watching a video about this. I forget who. Wish I could shout him out, but long story, long story short, right? Is that basically egg yolk antibodies help uh or they block the binding mechanics of the antibodies block the binding of multiple SARS-CoV-2 spike protein variants to human ACE2. Right. So, you know, then now there's this huge conspiracy theory going around around now that the whole egg shortage is because they want you to get uh, sick. <laughs> I mean, that was I'm like... I'm done uh, with this world. I'm over it. Look, <laughs> I'm done. it was like... And then we see all these massive, like the biggest producers of eggs and stuff like that, 2,000 plus chickens, and they just burn to the ground overnight. It's the same thing like what happened with the quote unquote meat shortage. And then 25, you know, uh, 25 like cattle farms and poultry farms and all this sort of stuff, yeah. they just burn to the ground and all the animals die in yeah. the span of like a couple weeks. And it's just like, oh, all weird. All over the nation. All over the nation. Yeah. All over the place. Look at Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's like 
we're heading over to shadow band after this i just like I'm, <laughs> i i it just this kind of stuff man it's this like is your bread and butter man it doesn't shock me anymore that it's hap like that it's real like most people would see something like this and they'd be like they'd be shocked they'd be like what i am shocked on the opposite end of the spectrum i'm like I fucking told you guys, not specifically every little detail. Of course, I don't know everything, but like, you know what I'm saying? And it's not me. It's, it's all of us. Right. Yeah. But like, that's how we all feel in this community, right? This conspiracy community that the people who have been in this since back in the day, bro, I've been a conspiracy theorist since, I don't know, fucking 2007 or some shit or earlier. I don't know, <laughs> but way before it was cool. Now it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, we're going to have to definitely cut a chunk of this out on YouTube. No, we're not, dude. I post all these. It's fine. And <laughs> this is we're literally reading the the PubMed article, so it's fine. But that's it's just it blows my fucking mind. Yeah, how much those, shit for those that are uh, I, I just I just want to put the reference out there for anybody who wants to check it out. This is directly from pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov the national library of medicine. Okay. So this isn't something that we're just making up. This isn't, you know, conspiracy eggs, uh, help prevent or help block the binding of SARS CoV-2 simple as that. That's what they found. Yep. I'll, uh, for anyone listening to this, there'll be a, this link will be in the description portion as well. Um, but no, I, I agree with Jeff. I'm also not, I'm shocked in the opposite way that there are people with all of the world's information on one device in your pocket that people use to make TikToks and memes with and, you know, read people's thoughts on social media. You could literally look up anything on this, right? Shoot, you could get into like WikiLinks if you really wanted to. Like, you could look up anything, and people choose to be ignorant. And it blows my mind the amount of people that won't even consider the opposite of what they they believe, and even like you know, like look into it and research it. Like, I looked into aliens, and I was like, all right, why don't I believe in aliens? Let's look into the sightings and the history and what happens when alien abductions happen and all that sort of stuff. And I concluded that it was ridiculous. And this goes for every topic too, by the way. But yeah, but there's just people that just get so sucked into whatever the man is saying, right? Whoever the man is in that circumstance, um, you know, the, the lead of the, the thing, but they don't question it. And they're just like, they see, a, you know, the chicken, farm burned down for where all the eggs come from in north america and they're just like oh how unfortunate they don't read between the lines you know you know what it is man most people um are more comfortable with an an authority figure right yeah, they want because, comfort yeah most most people yeah. don't have the ability to take self-responsibility for things right and this is across the spectrum so most people don't right. have the ability to take self-responsibility so they would much rather be fed something whether that's instruction or comfort or security right that people just want these things it's, yeah. it's better for them but yeah that's that's why because it's easier to just trust the man whatever the man is yeah. and go with what the authority figure says rather than so, question it a lot along those lines you know just was a short year ago if not less we were getting all these private farmers going to tiktok 
and mm-hmm. posting about how yeah. the government was sending them letters to burn their crops and that they were only going to uh, allow them to sell a certain amount. And they were sending them money for their yeah. entire crops. They were sending them the amount of money it would that they would typically more. earn. Yeah, or more uh, that they would typically earn from if they were able to sell their entire crops to just burn it. Yeah. And we were getting... I mean, just a flood of people saying, you guys get ready. Prices of food are going to go up and you guys are going to be in trouble, right? You guys are going to have issues with this. The the prices are going to go through the fucking roof. So look where we are later. Here in BC, interesting story, actually. Here in BC, there was a man who was trying really, really, really hard to grow a saffron crop. Oh, gosh. Yeah, a lot of money in that. He actually managed. He it it he took it took him years to make it happen. He actually made it happen in November, like late year, November uh, 21 type era. It's kind of area started getting a little cold but it's still fairly warm in bc so he could have made it happen and then out of nowhere we got flooded it destroyed his crops like same same day i read that article we got flooded out destroyed his crops that guy has nothing left he has to start from square one and my theory ties into that there was something going on out here and well, I mean, yeah, look, if it's if it's you can almost guarantee that if whatever someone made is going to draw um, money from the lead corporations that already produce that stuff or import that stuff or whatever it is like saffron is is very expensive. You know, a couple a couple little, you know, what, what, I don't the stamens is what's collected on the saffron, but a couple of those is like three bucks you know and you get this huge massive crop and stuff it's very very it it's a great way to make money if you can you know keep them alive but it's like the same same way with the two guys that uh, separately invented a hydrogen powered car and or a water powered car they put their stuff up on tiktok and they're like this is how it works and all that stuff and then both of them died the first guy he went out to dinner with some friends took a sip of his water and started choking and blood started coming out of his mouth and he died. And the second guy um, was murdered in one of these random attacks that's happened in the country. He just happened to be there, it was, right? It was the guy from Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like... It's a lot of those. It, it's anything... Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Anything <laughs> that someone can naturally. make. Think that Don't even get me naturally? started on Nikola Tesla, man. If anybody thinks that Nikola <laughs> Tesla did not die naturally. Now, I'm not saying that every single circumstance like this is someone being suicided. And unfortunately, crap happens, right? Bad things happen to to people that don't expect it, you know, all sorts of stuff. But what I am saying is that if you start seeing these things, maybe use your phone that you usually use for social media and TikTok and do some research and find out what's the parallels, you know? There's no dopamine drip in that, bro. 
Yeah, there's I guess. no dopamine drip. There's no flashy that's colors. The whole, <laughs> that's the whole point. It's just all it's all about the dopamine drip, man. That's why it's hard for people to that's another reason why it's hard for people to take responsibility. Because when you do take responsibility for something, right? And when you complete a task, even whatever task it is, right? You just take responsibility, you complete a task. Yeah. You get a dopamine drip because you've completed a task. This is good, right? It's a reward. Yeah. But when you're flooding your brain with dopamine through social media and all these things all the time, constantly, when you go to do that task that you would normally get that drip from now it's nothing yeah so now you don't want to do the fucking task anymore and then after a while it's just like now you become lazy and everything's a fucking mess no responsibility yeah right so it's all tied in hmm. i agree we went down the rabbit hole hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah brother you ready to get i'm back so to hungry <laughs> yeah can we get back into it can i grab a plate of food while you do while you do this part yeah well I'm going to be done in like literally 30 seconds. You might as well wait. Okay, do it. And, and then I'm going to grab a plate food. and I'll eat right. while we keep. Okay. <laughs> while we talk crap. <laughs> All right. Last, last part. Uh, literally just five lines long. Uh, the real scary part. With all the details bombarding him and creating a new anxiety born from the detailed knowledge of what and how it all happened on those nights in October and December of 1985, one aspect of the story would devastate him on a level that these memories never could. That being the true story and uncovering of actual events in his life back in 1975. Back when he was only 12 years old. All right. All right. So anyway, back to this. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like 1975 is wrong. I, I got to double check that in the book. Anyways, you should just put that in the last segment. I, I should have. You're right. I should have just did it and then just did this because this is this is the good stuff, right? Commun I mean, the communion communion's going OK. Uh, I, I love the story of communion and everything. But this this episode ended up doing what the infinite rabbit hole supposed to do and going down a different tangent. You know, it's funny because I get so much crap from that, from people that I know that listen to it. They're like, you guys are always going down these different rabbit holes. And I was like, infinite rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> yes we do <laughs> you're right but that's you know i don't know just just to go back though on the farmers right because this is this was like go ahead jeff huh jeff go ahead and get your food oh yeah well no he probably wants to talk about this i already know what you're gonna say so uh, yeah, i agree uh, yeah, right. I, yeah right. <laughs> okay Je jeff agrees <laughs> but uh the, the thing is man is that it was our one opportunity, right? Our one opportunity was staring us right in the face. We had a whole bunch of civilian farmers. My dad even told me he like when he came to Virginia and he was hanging out with me for a week or whatnot. Mm. And we we got we were talking about this topic. And there's a couple guys that he works with that you know have their own farms or their family has their own farms and everything. And they were telling my dad in person that right. yeah we're getting these letters and we just got a shit ton of money. Uh, because they don't always sell their entire crop, right? Then most of the times they do, but when they do, it's a really good thing, yeah. Right? And they said we got plenty of money, we got everything we needed, and we were just told to burn it all, just get rid of the crops. And I mean, there's there's a whole circle here. There's a whole big circle here. Like one of the biggest crops to uh to get soybeans, soybeans and corn. Corn okay. was another one throughout the country that was really being targeted. And now when you look into like the chicken feed and stuff, mm. uh, I've also, you know, I hate to keep referencing TikTok, right? But if you want to go to some place where you're going to see 
uh, people that you're not familiar with in their lifestyle, let's say like farmers, right. And people who feed their chickens every single day and their eggs, just their, their, their chickens just stop laying eggs. Right. And then they stop feeding them feed that they're buying. Right. And they they start giving them natural feed, something that they're making themselves and eggs start light, uh, coming out again. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's like the eggs we got in boot camp. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but the but the thing is, is like this isn't just one person, right? This is hundreds, if not thousands, of people on TikTok yeah. that are saying, "Stop feeding your chickens store bought feed." Simple as that. Stop. Yeah. If you're having this problem, don't feed them the feed, and it's it's like okay. There it is. It's right in our face again. The first time the farmer said, hey, this is coming. We're burning all our crops because the government wants us to and they're paying us to do it. Yep. Now they're sitting there saying, don't feed your chickens shit feed that the government regulates because they're not going to lay eggs. Feed them the feed them the corn and the husks, you know, grind it all up yourself and give it to them and they'll start laying eggs again. And sure enough, we have all these farmers on TikTok now that are that have stopped feeding their their chickens feed from like the you know here in Wisconsin to be Fleet Farm, right? And all of a sudden now they're laying eggs again. You know, as soon as that one guy that worked for the FDA got exposed, like top level guy, where he said that uh, we've been approving this, that, or the other because the companies pay us to. I lost my trust in the FDA. So, I mean, I've been eating freaking rare chickens for, you know, months now. And, I mean, despite a little bit of blood in my poo, I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, that's gross. How's that dinner, Jeff? <laughs> Bro, you have no idea. Oh, so hungry. Yeah, I had that last time. I, like, didn't eat all day because I was too busy at work, came home, had to hop on the episode. I didn't eat until, like, 8 p.m., and it literally was 24 hours since I'd eaten. I was just like, yeah. well, here I am. It's been 27 <laughs> yeah. since the last time I ate. All right. I don't usually eat breakfast. Well, let's uh let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. We'll start talking some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, I want you to pull up the one that you had. Oh, the, wait, the YouTube the, one? No, I got the YouTube one on Gateway Process 4. If you can get the 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 one on uh, Flat Earth. Oh, you sent, yeah. You, you sent it to the group. You yeah, yeah, probably... that was on, uh, that was on Anchor. It was on uh, basically at every episode, unless they, we change it. There's a question that says, you did? Yeah, it's not there anymore. So you got to uh, find the screenshot from the from the chat. Oh, I can, sure. I can, I can look forward to it. No, no, I got it. Um. Anyways, we'll get to the I don't first know why comment. he deleted it. Yeah, I, I, I tried looking for it because I wanted to, to get it up for the episode. I can't find it. Uh, all right. So on Gateway Process 4, we got a comment on our YouTube. Yes, we are back on YouTube. You can watch our smiling faces and Jeff. Up, Why don't we also put the video on Anchor? 
Oh, that's a good fucking question. I mean, we could be putting the videos up on Spotify too, huh? Okay, yeah, we'll do that too. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it, chugging football. Anyways, uh, Mr. Harkeel, H-A-R-K-E-I-L-L, you are the first victim of talking shit within the <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, man. He says, bloody stupid podcast. Nothing right. but conspiracy bullshit and contradictions. Space is real. <laughs> hey fuck hey fuckface. What was his name? <laughs> fuckface uh 59. <laughs> Not anywhere close to that, but yes. That is what I heard. Fuckface 59. <laughs> hey fuckface 59, listen up. I advertise myself as a conspiracy theorist. So what you just said is fucking retarded. Okay? Oh man. You should I don't... go to, you got to go to his page. It is it's hilarious. Yeah, I don't care. I don't even have time for that shit. Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. It's pretty funny. It's like you, I, seem you know like what I'm saying. Type that'd be hateful. You literally just like what you did is you just walked into like I don't know a fucking NFL locker room. You walked up to some dude and you're like, "You're a fucking idiot, dude. You're just a stupid football player." No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, but I can't. Fair we enough. Got, we got kids who watch this show. <laughs> Anyways. Congratulations, Mr. Harkeel. You. Just you got to read our comments. Our comments oh, back okay. All right. So I commented back on behalf of the Infinite Rabbit Hole. I said, LOL, someone's salty. Don't, uh, someone's salty that they don't have a great podcast. That's right. And then uh, IRH Jake came in and said, going to season this weekend's tri-tip with all that salt. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten doctors agree that space is fake. So. <laughs> there you have it folks i don't know i don't know why he commented that on the gateway process thing like right. what first occurred to me is that this guy has no idea what the document is that we're reading right he doesn't understand he jumped in on gateway four and was like what the fuck is all this shit yeah. no, 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 because he clearly had listened to other episodes I was going to say, mm. oh, yeah, he's space. listening to other episode and he, he was listening to space. He listened to space is fake, decided to jump on our YouTube so he could actually put faces to the names and the voices and then decided to rag on us because he doesn't have a leg to stand on and oh, space is fake on gateway process four. He hates the show so much that he listens to it obviously more than once and he'll probably mm. listen to it again and hear this so he'll probably comment again which will prove my my uh, my point here that he's <laughs> fucking retard <laughs> <laughs> all right and so, second strike on youtube um <laughs> so i do want to play a game every time we do this the game is is it digital or not oh mm. <laughs> Every time, every single time, this is one, you know, Mr. Haleel secretly digital assassin. I looked at his videos, he has the potential to be a digital assassin, someone that would make up a really cool nickname or like you know, screen name for a really know. boring person. I, I'm I got more respect for digital asshat than than this guy. Like, when I went to go see his videos on YouTube, I was like, wow, dude, this is a sad. fucker. 
Like, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to to bust on anybody. Someone living his life. What a sad, sad sap of a person. Right. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to to bag on anybody's lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Are. I mean, no, no, I'm yes, not. You are. I'm Look, not because he started. This guy started. Listen, he started. He came on our thing and talked some shit. This is what happens, bro. This yeah. is what happens. This is what happens. We got to go comment on all of his videos. Now, personally, I would love to take an air mattress and throw it in a lake and, and use it like a raft. That seemed pretty cool. Well, the thing is, we're, we're calling him out for this, but what this, what this is going to do is other people who want attention are now going to start talking shit on the comments. Good. So yes, we'll call them out, but that's just going to boost the algorithm so that we get more views. Yes. And it's a oh, vicious yeah. cycle. Bad publicity is publicity. So there's, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Hate exactly. me in the comments. Please <laughs> hate me in the comments. And, and and we'll pick it apart and we'll try to determine whether or not you are asshat or not. <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna vote no. I'm gonna vote no. I think I think there's a better option somewhere out there in the near future. Uh possibly that just hasn't commented yet. I think digital's coming back. I just can't see him not do it. He just keeps updating his same review on my Apple reviews for my show. He doesn't he stop do updating new... ours. He just updates it every once in a while. He'll he'll type update and just add to the paragraph. <laughs> Dude, you should read it like a short story and use Mid Journey right? to make the <laughs> <laughs> illustrations for it, and it'd be like just a pair of butt cheeks wearing a hat. Right now, dude. Perfect child's book. God. Um. All right, Jake. and the next one, I believe this was from uh, the Flat Earth Conversations Part 1. And it yes. was, the, the question that we had on it is pretty much the default. What did you think about this episode? And this person went in pretty hard. He didn't, you know, tell us that we were stupid. Um, but he said, Flat Earth is the most attacked conspiracy at is, as it is the most important. Flat Earth level, in parentheses, disproves the big bang and evolution theory it's proof of creationism for anyone who has a brain this is proof of god exclamation point so i'm not gonna bag this guy because the guy the guy honestly believes in something right he believes that flat earth is israel and if it ends up being true it could be very important right it would change a lot of things sure um but I I'm going to disagree nicely disagree with this person and say, I don't believe it's the most important conspiracy theory. I just don't. And that's because the believability for it for me is pretty low. I think, no, go ahead. I'm going to agree with the commenter that this is the most important, not necessarily because whether or not the earth is flat, which I do agree with his point that if it is flat, then obviously that's the most important thing ever because we just discovered what he's saying. But mm -hmm. aside from that, it's the most important because of if you really truly take the time to research flat earth in its entirety, the proper model, and you really do the digging, you learn so many other conspiracies. You find so many other connections and dots and who's what's and all these things mm -hmm. that if you started with that, you would come out of it, even if you didn't think the earth was flat, you would come out of it a conspiracy theorist because you would know all these other things that were true and you could confirm, it's if a, that makes sense. It's a gateway drug. It's a gateway drug. It, re it really can be. It's kind of like 9-11 in a way, right? 9-11 mm -hmm. is another one. And most a lot of people would say that's the most important because of the same thing. 
because it's a gateway. You learn so many things that you're like, wait a second, we are not living in the reality that we're told. <laughs> so that was my first thought, actually. My mind went, it immediately went to 9-11. That is one of the more important conspiracy theories. So uh, what I'm going to actually do is I'm going to take a middle stance here. I don't agree, but I don't disagree flat earth is is a really big one yes but so is 9-11 they do the same thing so that's where i'm gonna sit with this one i'm in i'm waffling i'm going to disagree with this commenter because i believe in god i have a relationship with god but when it comes down to the most important things there's plenty of ways to disprove evolution but disproving evolution or proving evolution or uh, proving that the earth is flat or proving that the earth is a globe doesn't keep people from, you know, in my belief system, if you're not saved by the blood of Christ, you're going to spend forever separated from God, however horrible that might be. So in my personal viewpoint, that information is not the most important thing. You spend your whole life trying to, maybe someone does, they should prove the earth is flat. Great. I've heard plenty of people that are Christians say that the Bible talks about the earth being flat. Fantastic. Knowledge of that won't keep you out of hell. So I don't find it to be the most important thing. Now, Agreed. that being said, if this guy took the time to reach out to us and clearly he's on the opposing viewpoint as most of us were you know jeff and uh, i think we had declassified dave on that one yeah um you know and then the rest of us are like yeah you know whatever one way or the other but jeremy you were asking for someone who yeah. believed in flat earth to come on the show mm -hmm. and it would be cool if we could you know maybe he'll comment on this one um you know if you're listening to this jeff hit us up i think it's jeff g-e-o-f-f -F right yes yep. so yeah jeff if you're listening to this um shoot us a uh a, a dm on our group facebook page if you want to come on and, and discuss your opinion because clearly you have interest here you have jeff that's agreeing with you kenzar is is half and half jeremy's disagreeing and i'm just saying well it's really unimportant to the grand scheme of things but in any case we would love to have you on here to hear you out why you believe this and and you know what you feel are the evidences of it and stuff and first and foremost you'll have jeff here to probably back you up in most of these cases so i mean yeah that would be really cool i think that there's one mistake that the religious community makes when it comes to this type of thing and that's to assume and i'm not gonna say everybody but it just seems like generally this is what i get you know, that argument that if we can prove the Big Bang was fake, that creation story is real. But I don't see how they can't be the same. I don't see how the Big Bang couldn't be an act of God. That is the creation story, if that makes sense. Right yeah. now, obviously, like, I don't know. It's just weird to me that 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 connection doesn't seem to be made as much in the religious community. No, I know? feel you. Everything came from nothing. Suddenly, <clears throat> um, it wasn't it's a miracle in development. It was a miracle. You know, right. the Bible says that, um, you know, that the God spake it into existence. Uh, the voice of God is supposed to sound like booming thunder to people that don't know what it is. Right. Um, it's, you can't even comprehend it. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, <laughs> the scientists could have just backed their way in the Bible with this whole Big Bang theory and saying, yeah, everything wasn't and then everything was, right? Exactly. And so, yeah, I mean, I feel that. But when it gets into the evolution portion, I'm just like, ah, eh, you lost me. Yeah, but, but you there's know. no reason to, to – uh, that's another part of it. I don't see why the connection can't be made that evolution wasn't part of God's design, right? Like why couldn't God have snapped the Big Bang into existence with all of the universe and time and also created this evolutionary mechanism for us to get to the point to where we can – do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't see sure. how that couldn't still be part of this grand miracle. You know, I mean, I listen to uh, Dr. Frank Turek, and he does college Q and A. He debates, you know, atheists and stuff. And he he said straight up, he's like, look, even if evolution was true, he's like, even if we all took a really long time to get to where we are now, it doesn't take anything away from Jesus and th right. things he said. That's He's what like, I'm so saying. Honestly, it's not even that, an argument, you know. That concept right there, like you could bridge the gap between atheists and religious people, right? Like there, there is that gap, and there is these debates all the time, and it's almost like this resentment between the two groups in a way. And right, you could bridge that to a certain extent if that realization was just more broad. Like, hey, dude, all of this could be the miracle, right? Like, it doesn't have right. to be one or the other. Both things could be true at the same time. Fair enough. Yeah, Jeff, come on up. Come hit us up. We'd love to have you on. Absolutely love it. My cat's fucking with my green screen. <laughs> Good stuff, everybody. Um, all right. Well, I don't know how long it's going to be until you get part four. We're going to try not to just dump a whole bunch of the same topic on you guys all at once. So, I don't know. Maybe another shoot. month or two. until. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say shoot for another month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hopefully we can uh, get something different out to you next week. Don't know what it is yet. Maybe. Maybe it's uh, uh, the next part of uh, the gateway process. I don't know. That's what I want it to be just because, you know, I'm I'm into it right now. Um, but we do need to make sure that we throw in some other shit in there, too. And oh, and just for the listeners, don't expect the Trolls episode anytime soon. I just lost my motivation for it. But coming up, you'll probably hear a really cool story about the uh, losing and finding of a uh, a cryptid, and how it all went together, and you know, get a cool story out of it. Right on, right on. Well, anybody else have anything else? No, sir. All right. Well, if you are watching on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button. Let us know. Leave us a comment, even if it's stupid. We'll <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. That has been another episode of the Infinite Rabbit Hole Podcast, everybody. We will see you next time on the next path of the infinite rabbit hole. Bye. 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 Bye.